Presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this March the 16th, 2023. Today's show, as every morning, is brought to you by Barnburner Sport or BarnburnerHockey.ca. And that's BarnburnerHockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at BarnburnerHockey.ca for 20 or for 10% off their all natural. I'll get it right one of these days for, for 10% off their all natural hockey products and apparel at barnburnerhockey.ca. I got thinking a little bit yesterday, because that's what I do down here at World Headquarters, about things to talk about, and it kind of made me uh, get to thinking a little bit. i got to slow down on the coffee in the morning. But anyways, it got me thinking a little bit of the, the Major League Baseball rules, which have been a, a big success uh, so far. You watch see the World Baseball Classic and how all of a sudden the games, are, are they seem to be going so slow in comparison. It's kind of funny how not that long ago we were complaining about the rules being uh, different, but the Baseball Classic, the games are taking a little bit longer, and then uh, you go watch a, a spring training game. They're they're, they're the right pace, the, the pace to play. It's funny how how short our memories are. But anyways, I got thinking about uh, different sports and different things. Of course, I'm a I'm a hockey guy as well, not just a baseball guy. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a two dimensional kind of sport, sports fan here at World Headquarters. But I got thinking about some rule changes that hockey could make that might make the game a little more interesting. Might bring us some different fans in. Might change things up a little bit. Yes, they 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 they're constantly evolving the game. Like I said the other morning, they are thinking of some different rules and different ways to uh to make the game better like i said the game is in a pretty good spot right now better than it has been in a, in a long time but there are there's always ways that they can really juice things up a little bit and make things a little bit better uh and, and get the get some scoring up because scoring you can always have more goals and like nobody will ever say oh man that was a bad hockey game when it was uh when it was six four 
right? The two ones, the two winners can can get to be a bit of a snoozer sometimes. Three winners get a, get get a, get get some scoring up. Uh, I got about five. I don't know if I'll get get to them all this morning at fourteen twenty in the morning, but we'll give it a shot anyways. Uh, right off the bat, I would make a two minute minor, two minutes no matter what. You can just score at will. Uh, you get the two minute penalty for team scores. Uh, then the guy the guy comes out of the box within fifteen seconds sometimes, right? I think that they could just leave that guy in the box if he commits a, a, a an infraction, gets a penalty. He should have to spend the entire two minutes in the box, and the team can just line up and score as many goals as as humanly possible in that two minutes. And imagine if it was a five on three situation where it's a double, like you get to, you get two guys in the box and just scoring out well. It would change like your roster construction might change a little bit because you'd have to have some uh, penalty, more penalty kill kind of guys, more guys that can uh, that can do that kind of a situation. It would change the way the game is coached a little bit, change the way the game is uh, played a little bit. Guys would I think twice about taking a penalty uh, so often and and everything else. So that would increase scoring, it would increase scoring, maybe not increase scoring. Because it's not like they're scoring at eighty percent of the power plays, anyways. But it would in, it would increase scoring opportunities, and it would like it would increase a, a lot of offensive action in, in the zone and everything else. Yes, there would probably be, be more uh, icing and everything, not icing, but dumping the puck down the ice because that's not exciting either. But uh, I think having a guy in the box for the entire two minutes wouldn't be a, a horrible thing. The next one I would do is I would eliminate offsides in uh, in overtime. Hear me out. It's already a three on three, and if the team wants to have a guy down the far end, cherry picking the entire time, uh, a la Pavel Brendel, if anybody remembers him back in the Calgary Hitmen days, back in the uh, in the nineties, the, the there he got drafted pretty high, and I thought he's going to be a big goal scorer. But it turns out he played like eight games, I think, in the National Hockey League, whatever that was. But uh, I would eliminate offsides completely. You've already decided that the game uh, at that point, you've already altered the way the game is played by going three on three, and you've also said that the, the outcome of the game doesn't much matter at that point because you go to a skill competition between two guys at the end of the game anyways so why not just go no no matter what no power uh, no offsides have if it's a two on three in the one end whatever nobody cares ice it down the guy goes see you later breakaway done deal no offsides whatsoever open it right up have an even bigger skills competition give that give that a go in the uh in in the overtime session of a hockey game i don't think that that's a horrible idea Comment if I'm wrong. Let me know how wrong I am or let me know how right I am later on. But another one that I would do, no matter what... other than throwing the puck in the net, high sticks, kicking it in, however it goes in, it goes in. That would help a lot of things because nobody actually knows what the rules are. A distinct kicking motion is the thing, but I've, I've seen a lot of pucks go in the net and you don't even, you, you don't know what a distinct kicking motion is nowadays. I always thought that a kick was a kick. Like you get kicked in the nuts, you get kicked in the nuts, you get kicked in the nuts. Like it's one of those things, right? And so I think that like no matter what, as long as a guy isn't blatantly picking the puck up and throwing it in the net, if he pushes it in with, with his fist, if he's laying on his stomach and there's a uh, there's a scramble in front of a guy. If, if it goes in, it goes in. High stick. Who cares if it's four feet, six feet? If it goes in, it goes in. It increases scoring. It changes the way goalies have to play the game a little bit. It goes in, it goes in. You celebrate. You're happy. Your team scored, and that's just the way it is. It, goal scoring is it's hard to do. So why why the NHL decides to make it even harder? I have no idea. Goalies have a distinct advantage nowadays with the way their equipment is, and we'll get to that in half a second too. But I think that is one that is one thing that they they could do to increase scoring. And then there's no questions. And then you don't have the long delays either with the video review and everything else. And it's a situation you get into where it's just, it's in the net, done. Like I said, other than picking it up and, and throwing it a la Roger Clemens, throwing it to the broken bat at Mike Piazza, it should be a goal no matter what. It gets rid of those long reviews that can really take the momentum away, away from a hockey game. I don't think that that's a bad idea at all. And I, if, let me know what you guys think about that one. Um, 
Next one. I'm an old goalie, an ex-old flailing tender, like I, you guys uh, have heard listen to the show before. Uh, one, one thing that I would do is uh, be with the protection that goaltenders have nowadays and the size of the equipment and with the way the technology can have, I would sh- sh- shrink the goal equipment even more than it is already. Goalies now, I, now I'm going to probably get persecuted for saying this, and to my, my goaltender brethren, I, I apologize. Um goaltending isn't as much of a skill now as it used to be uh, now it's about size They're like a lot of goalies are really really big guys in comparison to what it was 20 30 years ago and it's the thing that now you, you have goalies like Vasilevsky he's great he absolutely 100% he's great great goaltender but I would shrink the goal equipment back to what it was uh, back because the, the protection is better so it doesn't cover as much as net. I would go back to the days of Grant Fuhr and Bill Ranford, Mike Vernon. Those were Alberta goalies. Kirk McLean back in uh, with the Vancouver Canucks. Back in those days, Mike Richter with the Rangers. I would shrink the goal equipment even more to get it back to those sizes because the protection is better. The, the stuff that they're wearing now, because now that they're teaching uh, goaltending as, as a uh, – as a skill set, like stand here, move here, do this, do that. And they're not, and goaltenders have no style anymore and that they're not forced to make saves. Pucks tend to hit goaltenders more now than ever. And the, the way that it, the, 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 the position is taught now and the way it, it's, it's learned from a very young age, it's slide here, slide there. And I would have goaltender equipment even smaller to force goaltenders to be, um, to be better just to be a, an actual goaltender and be forced to make saves. And I don't think that that, I, I think that would increase scoring a little bit. It would increase the uh, goaltender's abilities. It, it, it would, it would showcase who's a, who's a, a puck stopper and a, and a, a guy who, who, uh, who has pucks hit him. I, I don't think, and, and now with the way that they hit the technology is and, and have it. So goalies are still protected and make sure that, but shrink things down even more. It's a lot better than it was than the, in the, in the, uh, the Gar snow days back in the, uh, in the mid nineties. And, and, and the like when goalies were, they could just cover the entire net with just what what they were wearing that you couldn't see anything. But they, they have shrunk it down considerably from what it was back then. But I think shrinking it down to the size of what what used to be purchased at your local sports store back in the uh, early '90s might not be a horrible idea. Don't go back to back to the early '80s like with Mike Palmatier kind of stuff. But I think having a, a happy medium somewhere which it was the Bill Ranford kind of equipment, the Vaughn Legacies and those kind of pads. Man, I'm dating myself a little bit here. But I think that's something that could be done to make the game a little bit better and increase scoring a little bit and make goaltenders goal tend- goal a little more recognizable. And Because now you don't know who's playing for who. They're, they all look the exact same. They all have the, the same the same flair, the same substance. Like they don't, nobody stands out anymore. They're, they're just the guys who pucks hit them. They don't stop pucks. If you guys understand what I'm saying, I appreciate it very much. The uh, number five, what I would do, is in uh, the playoff races are already set. It, like we talk about a lot on this show, on the show is how the playoffs get set. And you, you already know who's playing who, and it's only March the 16th. And the, yeah, there is some jockeying in the bottom, but, uh, and some teams are, 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 you know, they're on, on the bubble, licking the jars, 14, 20, Dave likes to say, but I, I would have this, now this one might sound a bit ridiculous, but I would have um, the team that finishes first overall in their in the conference it's in the western conference and the eastern conference i would have them be allowed to choose who they play in the first round of the playoffs. If they want to play the, the number eight seed, great. If they want to play the number two seed, great. If, whoever they want to play. I think that would uh, really change, <coughs> change things up a little bit. And then the rest of the seeding would be done after that, but it would change things up a little bit and that there would be a race for, for that first overall, overall uh, position. And it would make teams play out the, 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 uh, the, the way that they play against everybody. It would change the way the, uh, the, the, the back, 
leading into the, the the home stretch and the games like now where the Bruins might might want to sit a guy. I mean, they're they're well in front. They they have first overall in the East pretty much locked up. But it would it would uh, change things up a little bit. You have to pick your opponent, and not just because the eighth place team you might have had a rough go against the, the, your matchup, whether whatever was supposed to be in the first round, which would be eight. So you might have had a rough go with them that that season. And the number two two seed, you may you may have licked licked them up all season long and beat them up all year long all over the ice. So having them play in a different t- different spot might not be the worst idea. And then it would it would liven things up for the rest of the conference, not knowing who the playoff matchups are. And don't say travel, and it might be a travel situation. Maybe the, the travel is a little bit different going time zone to time zone. Uh, Dallas into has to go to, to L.A. Or, or something. They might want to change that up and, and, and not go. They might not want to travel up to Winnipeg. It might be one of those situations where they pick who they play, and then they, they don't have to face McDavid in the first round. You never know what he could do. So winning the conference might be something, that, and give them more of a reward than some president's trophy that nobody gives a shit about. They want to win the Stanley Cup, I would think. Give them a chance to to pick who they want to play, and then here you go. It's a done deal. That's what it's going to be, and that's and that's who we that's who we're going to play. And it it, it would it would really liven things up for the rest of the conference and for the, for the rest of the uh, of the fans to, to, to and then the, the 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 pick on the next day. You would probably know by by the time it, it got around, it would leak out who who they're probably picking. But it, it would be it'd be great for television to go on do it the same day as the uh, as the uh, entry draft lottery. Have that have that a done deal because the season's over. Do the entry draft lottery and then have the pick on TV. Uh, the, the, who's who's playing who in the first round? I think it would be great drama for for, for television. It's, it's all made for TV now, anyways. So why not do do that and then make it more interesting for the fans and have something to uh, to change up? And you, you don't know who who anybody's playing until the day the playoffs start. I, I know that there's there's television and everything else that they have to consider, but they're they're going to be in certain cities anyways. Like you're still going to have the whole the, the base city as the base city yes the tv production thing but you'll, they'll make it work they always do no matter what it's all it's 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 just logistics and, and making and doing something a little bit different and having that first round not knowing who you're playing until afterwards like i said the first place team they, and then you then the, the coaching would have to get a little bit better because they're not already planning what they're going to do in the first round because like i said the the, the leafs and the lightning they're already they already know they're playing each other in the first round so it would change up the coaching dynamics and everything else to make it a, a lot more interesting a lot more fun for fans and i think for broadcasters and 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 the players alike it would be it would be a, a different dynamic and something that uh, the sports world hasn't seen uh, and it maybe change things up and get the nhl a little bit relevant is it a, is it a mickey mouse idea a little bit but why not try something different and see how it works or try try it in the american hockey league or or, or the east coast league or something somewhere different try some of these ideas in those leagues and uh, and and the like like baseball did with their rules they didn't just institute them into the major leagues they tried them in, in the minor leagues and and the uh, independent associations give it a shot see how it works see what the fans think see what the coaches think see what the players think and before you know it these are the rules and 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 it's just it's, it's just part of part of the sports world I don't know. That's my rant for the day. So that's just one of those things. I like to, to think about things for, to, to talk about and let you guys have your barroom conversations later on tonight when you uh, go and ho- hoist a couple. Uh, anyways, uh, happy birthday to the, uh, who was it today? Happy birthday to the uh, Grandy Man. Uh, I don't know. I didn't say it doesn't much matter. Happy birthday to Curtis Granderson, the Grandy Man, born on this day in 1981 in Blue Island, Illinois. Drafted by the Detroit Tigers, third round in 2002. Granderson played 16 seasons in the big leagues for Detroit, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Marlins, the Brewers, the Blue Jays, and of course, four years as a New York Yankee, two as an, an, an All Star with the Yankees. The Grandy Man can, as John Sterling used to say, hit 344 home runs, 937 RBIs, and up to 49. 
batting average in his career. Uh, heck of a player, heck of a smile. He was always a he was always a gamer, and it looked like he really enjoyed playing the game. I love Granderson when he was on on the Yankees. It was uh, it was always a great player, always fun to watch, and everything else. It was uh, it was a pleasure to watch him play on a, on a nightly basis when he was with the Yankees. There it is. Happy birthday to the Grandy man, uh, born on this day in whatever year it was 1981 man i'm old if he's a, he's 81 and he's born in 81 and he's retired already thinks it's funny how things all work out that way but anyways uh thank you everybody for uh, listening to the show make sure you guys share this one to everybody out there in uh in in uh out there in the world, out there, get get this in your ears every day. Thank you for watching on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and on I think we're, we're our, our Twitter feed shows it as well. So every morning, but make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to our show on YouTube or on Facebook, and like, share, and all that stuff because it helps us to get up, get to up up the rankings. And uh, it's analytics. You guys wouldn't, uh, you might understand, but who knows if you would or not. So rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever it is you get your podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We have a we're doing fourteen twenty in the morning, a little bit later tomorrow morning at eight a.m. I got. James Tubb from the Medicine Hat News. We're going to talk about the Western Hockey League and the uh, the Tigers push for that last playoff spot in the uh, Eastern Conference of the Western Hockey League. So that should be a good conversation there. So some more hockey talk. Uh, remember to, to, to support our sponsor, barnburnerhockey.ca, for 10% off and, and everything else that we got going on. So that's very important that you do that on a daily basis. Uh, what else do we got? And remember, um, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have you just listened? 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it. The Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barnburner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players by players.